Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. I have with me Jake. Howdy, folks. And Krista. Hello. And today we're doing the, I hate to say worst three 3D movies, but yeah, kind of is. We're going to do things differently than we did our top three, where we all had three movies. We're just going to pick on three movies. So I guess uh, most disappointing three 3D movies. So before we go into that, we'll do our... um, list of grievances so these grievances are just you know they could be in good movies they could be anything um oh uh obviously before we get to the list and we need to talk about spoilers so uh spoiler warning um for 2019 3d movies uh and i wouldn't worry about it these movies were spoiled when they hit the screen, so just hold your nose and enjoy the ride. I do want to give everyone a heads up first. Be considerate. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. So, um, Jake, what are your some of your grievances uh, for this 2019 movies? Well, I'll start with um, the... Uh, Junior goes to college in uh, Gemini Man. Uh, I would like to know how this guy with no identification got his ass in college. Because he doesn't get his ID until after he's enrolled. I'm like, what? Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, Krista? I kind of assume, like, someone pulled some strings somewhere, but I don't know. That that was just kind of a weirdly optimistic ending for such a disaster of a situation. Like, it didn't be... It, it was the wrong tone to end on, I feel like. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Like, he never said, oh, I want to go to college. <laughs> it's just like, um, so what do we do now? And I don't think they knew, so... I guess he's old enough to go to college. Yeah, throw him in college. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just the guy trained to be an assassin who has no life experience, and you're going to put him into school. Yeah. That'll oh, work. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah, we don't have enough school shootings. How about you just put him in the army? <laughs> there. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like... That they tried to wrap it up too nicely with a little bow, when in reality, like killing one dude is not going to solve the problem. There's no way there was just those two clones. There's definitely more than that. Yeah. All right, Krista, do you have a grievance you want to mention or multiple? Um, I'll let you think. And yeah, um, um, I have a few to run down. So. Um, Junior Goes to College was definitely on my list. Um, the town in the Adam Sandler movie being named Assimilation. It's like, really? Give me that obvious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the fake deaths of C-3PO and Chewie. Yeah, that just pissed me off. I, I, you know, you can kill off characters decently and 
you're just gonna do this, no. Um, Alita having a massive cliffhanger. I was really digging this movie, and then I was like, man, I don't know if this is gonna get a sequel. You gonna cut it off then? No, it doesn't feel satisfying. And uh, I was gonna toss in another Adam's fit. The uh, the main care, the main uh, antagonist, uh, the mom realtor kind of reality person. That was one of the most misogynistic character designs I've ever seen. I mean, it was off-putting, insulting. I mean, it just felt icky. Um, another thing that felt icky was the fact that no Marvel TV characters were in Endgame except for Jarvis from Agent Carter. Come on! Even if they're in the, you know, action scene, you don't even have to say hi to them. That was enough. Why can't they have that? And DC showed them how to do it now, um, you know, after the fact, with the cameo of Flash in the, you know, the CW TV show. It's like, come on, they knew. They, they were able to do that. That's one thing DC was able to do, but Marvel couldn't, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, and, uh, uh, and don't even get me started. I mean, probably doesn't care. But I was really irritated at uh, Venom is famous for his head-biting uh, scenes in the comics. And it was handled so poorly in the movie. And Shazam showed him how to do it. So I'm bringing that up as a positive for Shazam. I mean, that was one of the best... That boardroom scene, oh man, that was sweet. And I was like going, why didn't they do this in Venom? <laughs> um, creep, the ditto person in Detective Pikachu was really off-putting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I've said this a couple, a couple of times, and some people disagree with me, but I think the cinematography and camera work in Godzilla King of the Monsters is pretty bad. Every mob fight is in rain, everything is dark, and everything is too zoomed in. It's like, you could pan back and show what's the action that we're here for. Yeah, I felt like they were trying to make it look like um, uh, Gilmore Del Toro's uh, Pacific uh, Rim. Um, Dark Phoenix being spoiled before the release? <laughs> yeah, and that I think really hurt its box office. And the soulless animals in Lion King. Um, Lion King, I still liked it, but the, they didn't show any expression because they're so lifelike. Um, and they just were so soulless in the voice acting. And I just, it just put me off that it's like, okay, the you're getting into the, the term, you know, the whole Uncanny Valley where it looks real, but you know it's fake and you, I could not get out of it. Um, and it hurt my enjoyment of the movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just thought it was not as good as it could have been, because not as good as the original, just because of that soullessness of the creatures, you know. I mean, just like the entirety of like the Disney movie remakes shtick that's going on, none of them are really going to be as good as the originals. They're just like... I don't know. D Disney's going to run out of remakes eventually, and then we'll be done with this. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll remake the remakes. Yep. Oh, God. Or, or they'll start remaking Star Wars with Disney characters. Mickey's Star Wars Adventure. So, 
Jake, do you have any more grievances? Do you want to dishonorable things happened this year, 2019? Uh, Dumbo came out this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that Dumbo trailer, I mean, I still haven't seen Dumbo. I just can't bring myself, that trailer, oh my God, I hate that trailer. And then having to see it over and over and over again when I went to the Marvel 10-year festival. They had that, they tagged that trailer onto all the Marvel movies. I feel like Dumbo is probably their least successful remake. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't think they should have bothered because Dumbo, Dumbo was one of those things. Oh, the, the cute character design story is off-putting to be charitable. So, Krista, do you have any grievances, any dishonorable things you want to remember from 2019? I mean, actually, the Dumbo thing, like, I feel like it was just, like, t- too dark of a story, like... Not 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 the story, like the actual film, like everything was dark. Nothing was well lit, in my opinion. Like it was and it was um it kinda actually dropped the ball in the story, even though it had an original story. I don't think it took the heart of what Dumbo is about, in my opinion. Okay, Jake, you got anything else? Or should we go to the list? Oh, I think we should just go to the list. Yeah. All right, uh, Jake, uh, what was your dishonorable 3D movie for 2019? Oh, uh, I picked the Adams Family uh, movie. Uh, it was j- it was just so wrong on so many levels. Uh, I mean, I appreciate their love of the original Charles um, Adams source material in the TV show, but they cobbled it to the most lame-ass, cliche-trope-driven story you can imagine. I mean, this was so generic and insulting. I mean, and I mean, it was, God, it was just awful. And the Adams Family deserves so much better. Uh, Krista, have you watched this movie yet, or no? No, I haven't. So... You're lucky. <laughs> For the most part, I agree with Jake. I liked it a hair more. Um, I liked how they did use the songs here. Um, they have two noteworthy songs, and they make them use well. It just... The, but Jake is right. It's so cliche. So by the numbers. I mean, in some ways, it feels like a lesser remake of the first Adam's Family live-action movie that came out in the 90s. You know? And it's just like... That's not, I actually like that one more. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I I now like the '70s animated series with the Adams family in a motorhome more than I like th- this. And I didn't think that would be po- the one that had uh, Wednesday wearing pink. That was a thing. Yeah, there's disadvantages of being old. You get to see your favorite properties destroyed. Over and over again. So, uh, let's move on to Krista's uh, dishonorable 3D movie of 2019. What was that? Uh, It has to be Men in Black International. Oof. That was just, like, I had such high hopes for that movie, and it just failed so miserably. I'm so disappointed about that still. Like, 
Uh, you know, what happened uh, behind the scenes is that I believe it was a, the director wanted it to be, had like a, a vision and the producer didn't want to follow, like the producer producer and the director were butting heads against each other. So were there multiple versions of the script and like the actors didn't know what was going on, what version of the script they were doing. So on the production side, it was just a mess. And when you have that happening behind the scenes, there's no way what you're going to put on screen is going to be good. Exactly. And they had the right actors. You know, it's the actors there. I really like both of them. And they were great in Thor Ragnarok. How they could not translate that chemistry again is just so crazy. I mean, like, the actors, uh, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, are, like, the only good things about that movie. But, like, even really good actors cannot hold up a shitty story. And that's what that was. was it was a very formulaic story with no actual heart to it and so like you end up just not caring like even when the twist comes you're like yeah so and and like you don't care about any of the actual characters um aside from the two main characters but like it doesn't matter in the end because like i don't know like there's no point to it like they remove like what happened was that like there was originally stuff about immigration in it and they took all that out and, like, it wasn't like, oh, someone's trying to be political in this new Men in Black. No, Men in Black has always been political. Men in Black has always been about immigration. So to take that commentary out is to remove its connection with the original Men in Black at all. So I just think, like, this is one of the scenarios of, like, executives not fundamentally understanding what makes a good movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a lot of the movie's story feels like there's just huge deleted scenes that explain things better that are just like cut for time and it's like, wait, no, I wanted to see that. Um how did Teresa Thompson become like so good at her job so quickly? You know, you just you miss a montage of her getting in the job and then they kind of try to have it both ways with Chris Hemsworth. He's either a bumbling idiot or he knows everything he needs to know. And it's just like, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I, I don't hate the movie. I just think it was disappointing. And I, I wanted it to like it better. You know, uh, Krista, you recently watched Thor Ragnarok. Where we already watched Thor Ragnarok two years ago when it came out. Do you feel differently after Thor Ragnarok with these or no? Yeah, I mean, like, I still think that, that Tessa Thompson did what she could with Men in Black, but it wasn't enough. Like, she wasn't able to carry, like, all the mistakes of the executives that went into that movie, unfortunately. And yeah. I feel really bad for her because it sounded like she, she wanted this movie to be successful, but like she couldn't do it on her own. So, and it's just so sad that this franchise is basically dead now. Uh, I would say that, but I have a feeling it's going to get resurrected for one reason. Uh, Will Smith, uh, Bad Boys for Life, is making money hand over fist. It's it's shockwaves through the industry. Because it's making so much bank. 
I mean, Warner Brothers is bringing back Lethal Weapon. Uh, and I would not be surprised if Sony tries to revive Men in Black with Will Smith. Yeah, give him executive producer so that way he has control over it. And, you know, that's the one thing they like to do nowadays. Give one of the actors executive power so that way, you know, keep control. Yeah, they have and, a say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, if the producer that derailed uh, International has contractually has a say. Because, I mean, that could simply be why Will Smith didn't come back, because he didn't want to work for this guy again. All right, let's move on to my movie, which I asked you two to watch because I didn't want to talk about this by myself. It is the completely forgettable Wonder Park. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I I was originally uh, scheduled to review this, but the theaters near me pulled the 3D version. Uh, it eventually did play here in 3D at a uh, an amusement arcade. You know, the ones that have nickel games and you pay a $5 admission. Yeah, it played at Wonderland uh, Amusements. And I watched it in D-Box, and, you know, the whole thing with, is a movie's, you know, is Marvel movies, quote-unquote, you know, entertainment, or is it a real movie? This was kind of like, yeah, this is definitely made for kids, definitely made for, as a, a, a ride, because it was actually really great in 3D, and really, really fun D-Box. But the movie itself was just kind of, meh. Yeah, forgettable. Mm-hmm. Krista, what'd you think of this? I, I said, y'all did this like just before I joined the team. Otherwise, I probably would have ended up reviewing it for y'all. Um, yeah. The animation is cute. Yeah, forgettable. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did like about that movie was like a little math song they did in the in the bus. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh-huh. That was well Oh, done. yeah, the Nerd Rock. Yeah, Nerd Rock song. That was cool. I mean... What makes what really pisses me off about this movie? How many movies do you see where the lead character is a girl who wants to be an engineer, mm-hmm. and they completely blew the premise? And they're they're trying to be like a Pixar movie with oh look how emotional we are, and it just like mm-hmm. hit the tone wrong tones. It's like I don't want to be depressed. Yeah. Her mom has cancer. Oh my god, she's a little kid. This is terrible. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it 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 couldn't get to be funny. And it and I and I did, since I didn't see it in three D, I don't know how the roller coaster scenes worked. I hope they looked good. They look great. It kind of reminds me of the the movie Epic. I don't know if you know what that is. Um, yeah, it's a snooze fest. Which is, first off, very unhelpful title, but it's about, um, like, tiny people living in the woods, basically. And, like, uh-huh. the, the premise actually has been done well in the past and actually could have been a really good movie. And actually, the animation in that movie is gorgeous, but the story is completely flat. The story completely misses its heart. And so, like, it's just. A pretty movie with nothing actually holding it up. Yep. Summed it up better than I could. 
And it, it just, this movie feels so kind of by the numbers for kids. And look at this attraction. And, like, the attractions and stuff don't make any sense. And, you know, none of it makes any sense. But it's like, all right, I guess... I, they're trying to have it both ways. Is this real or not? Because I don't know. what is it real or not? Yeah, first of all, the, the, the park is not even Wonder Park. It's Wonderland. And I imagine they changed that because of the Michael Jackson documentary, even though it's Neverland. So I'm like going, okay, they were too cheap to even uh, digitally change the name of the park from the title. I mean, that's a tale that they just... I don't even know why they released this to theaters. They should just put it on Nick Jr. and be done with it. Well, this was supposed to be a, a launcher for a franchise of Wonder Park, you know, TV show, and it didn't really happen. <laughs> uh, it felt like it was several episodes edited together into a movie. It was just like this and Hungry Dolls. Uh, the Ugly Dolls were supposed to be a, a launching pad for a TV show, and no one cared about that movie. That <laughs> Yeah, and Trolls, which I can't believe got a sequel. So it's just kind of like you know, the humor didn't work, and like the the story was just kind of bland, and you know, it, it felt like it was the dialogue was written by predictive text, and uh, and the whole script was just uh, somebody pushed a button with using an algorithm. I'm sorry to ask you guys to watch it, but I wanted someone to talk to about it because I've been sitting on that for months. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, damn, and I thought Adam's family was bad. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just, like, so forgettable. I think most people totally forget this movie came out this year. Um, mm -hmm, they'll forget it even exists. Uh, there'll be nobody clamoring for for a restoration of this movie in the future, I'm pretty sure. Sure, I think if it disappears, people are going to go, what? That actually existed? Okay. And it's sad because it looks like a, a original product. You know, people complain about sequels and remakes, but this was it seemed original. I don't ever... And I know, and that girl was a great character. She deserved so much better than that movie. Krista, do you have any final thoughts on this? Yeah. So, it's, it's you know... We hate to do these lists. It's it's a, you kind of like to do it too. It's kind of one of those both love hate things where you hate to rip on movies, you know, and it's really tear them apart. But then sometimes it's so bad that's but this fun. What's killing three D? It's the shitty movies, man. They're just I just like it's things we want to be good. We so desperately want them to be good, but they just they don't live yeah. up to what they should be. Uh huh. I mean. I mean, I, I I haven't seen our social media, but I'm wondering if anybody's calling us out because we liked Dark Phoenix and Gemini Man, and that seems to be going against the grain. Yeah, I mean, we were called out on Twitter, but uh, whatever, it's fine. They can have their opinions. Who gives a shit about Twitter? I mean, those guys uh, are the. I mean, their Twitter's basically become QAnon now. We love our Twitter followers, <laughs> you know, even if we disagree with them. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, just if, if, if you're hanging out on Twitter, you got my sympathies. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of bad people in a lot of places in social media. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, so um, yeah, it's you know it's good to be able to go back and look at the, the some of the worst movies, the most disappointing movies. You know, it's it's good to you have to see all the movies with the low scores, so you can appreciate the ones with really good scores. You know, so I'm sorry to had to put you through Wonder Wonder Park, but it's something that it's like okay, you know, Toy Story four looks a whole lot better now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just part of the, being the reviews process, and uh, you know we'll, we'll keep doing the worst of and best of. It's it's fun, and that's it for us. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano 3D and Mr. Bingo Five for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.